0: Well over a year ago, uh, one of my first episodes of the Weekly Wealth Podcast, I had the honor and privilege to interview Tom Corley, and Tom Corley wrote a book called Rich Habits, and we talked about what are the things that the rich do to uh, to make sure that they're rich and that their wealth is building. And uh, today we're we're piggybacking on some of those concepts, and I'm going to give you some of my ideas on why the rich get richer what the rich do to keep getting richer, and maybe how you can apply that to your own life if you are not already there. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. This is the weekly wealth podcast with certified financial planner, David Chudik, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. My name is David Chudick, and I'm a financial advisor with Parallel Financial. And what that means is I help my clients to make the best financial decisions for them for the reasons that are important to them. So if you're worried about some stock market volatility, if you're worried about maybe what would happen if you didn't make it home to your family today, if you're worried about, hey, I just know I have too much cash sitting on the sidelines or any other financial concerns, Email me, david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. We can get together, whether that be via Zoom, whether it be in person or via telephone. We can talk for a few minutes and uh, see if there are any next steps that you need to take uh, to take care of your financial concerns. So today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit philosophically about how the rich get richer. And so first of all, I wanted to give some ideas on what is rich. I started on my episodes where we had guests uh, asking the guest as the last question is, what is your true definition of wealth? And not once did anybody give a dollar amount. Not once did somebody say, well, a million dollars or $10 million or $100,000 a year income or $50 million. Everybody answered with some form of freedom and being able to help the world. So I'm not going to put a dollar amount on rich, but what I am going to say is when we have our money handled properly and we have freedom, it just makes life better. So for me, being rich uh, means that uh, the material things that I need are taken care of within reason. Means I have freedoms to to go to kids' uh, ball games and things like that. It means that I have the ability to handle emergencies within reason if they happen, and uh, and also that I can give to the world and be generous. So those are some of the things that I think make somebody rich. And yes, it does you know it it does involve money and, and having uh, some some excess money. So what about you? What's your definition of, of, rich, of, of rich. So I thought about five things that the rich people of this world do, um, or can do that help them to get even richer. Cause when it comes down to it, don't you know, a lot of people that just keep accumulating more and more wealth, Uh, as they move forward? Well, I do. Um, And let's look at the other side. Do you know a lot of people that regardless of their income, they're constantly in financial problems, maybe spending way more than they're earning? I mean, if if you're a physician and you make $250,000 a year, but you're spending $250,000 a year, you're not rich and that's not going to work for uh, for very long. So let's think about some of the things that the rich are able to do and, and that they do that help them to get richer. So the first thing that the rich do is they put themselves in a position where they can hire experts, experts to help them grow. Uh, how many people who are, quote, rich do you know that have a personal trainer? And then all the benefits of exercise are just enhanced because they're able to hire an expert to help them exercise and to lose weight and be healthy and have all the health benefits. Uh, how many people who are, quote, rich uh, do you know that regularly meet with their attorney to discuss their business? As opposed to people who don't have the the resources, they have to maybe Google legal questions and and we know how Google can uh, sometimes not lead to the right answers. So people who are rich put themselves in a position where they can hire experts, business coaches, um, specialty physicians, uh, have, having the best accountants, having a good financial advisor. I mean, I don't work for free. But uh, having the ability to hire experts can absolutely help you to snowball your wealth and put you uh, kind of towards an exponential trajectory of increasing your wealth. The second thing that rich people do is they put themselves in a position where they can spend their time uh, doing what they are exceptionally good at and where they can add value. So think about if you were a physician and for whatever reason you're in private practice and you hadn't managed money well. Or maybe just the economy is bad or insurance reimbursements have not been like they should be. And you're a physician with a high, high, high skill, but yet you're answering phones and sending faxes to insurance companies. You know, that's not the way for that physician to build wealth. So most entrepreneurs and many of our listeners are entrepreneurs. They have one or two areas of their business where they just have uh, what one of my former teachers, Dan Sullivan, called unique abilities. And the rich, they put themselves in the position where they can use their unique abilities to bring massive, massive value to the marketplace and then they have teams that can handle everything else. They have uh, maybe W2 employee teams, they may have coworkers, they may have contractors, they may have virtual assistants and things like that, but the rich, they spend time on high, high, high value tasks that can help bring in more income, more revenue, and then the more revenue is just more resources that can snowball on itself. The next area Uh, of of how the rich get richer is the rich, they put themselves in a position to where they can use debt wisely. Now, I want to preface this uh, to say that if anybody, whether they're rich or not rich, has a philosophical objection to debt at all, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, because if you want to be on a cash-only basis and and you feel that that's a, a, a biblical position or that's the philosophical position that you need to take, I will not argue and I will support you if you're my client. However, beyond that, uh, debt can be used wisely. Debt can also be very dangerous if it's not used wisely. But there's the old saying using OPM. So leverage and arbitrage are the way that oftentimes the rich are able to uh, purchase a distressed property that's kind of being fire sold or purchase securities and, and, and things like that. But what the rich have done they've they've maintained the ability to borrow money by having good credit ratings, by having good payment histories and all of the things, having good relationships with their local banker, uh, doing all those things uh, helps put the rich in a position to where they can use debt wisely and, um, and build wealth. So I'm not an advocate of out-of-control debt. Obviously, buying depreciating assets with high interest debt is never a good idea, but there are times where you can mathematically make an argument that maybe buying a rental property and borrowing more towards it, as opposed to putting a bigger cash down payment might be a better idea based on opportunity costs. So you definitely wanna work with your accountant, your CPA, your attorney, your financial advisor, but just remember that the rich put themselves in a position where they can and do use debt in a wise way. And the next area of, of, of how the rich get richer is the rich have resources to where they can take advantage of opportunities. So let's just think about, uh, about your neighborhood. And let's say that the house next to you, uh, is about to be foreclosed and the owner might be desperate and I don't know, it's a $500,000 house market value. They really need to get rid of it. Um, and you could assume a $300,000 mortgage or pay $300,000 cash for a $500,000 hypothetical house. Well, that would put you in a great position if you could do that right because you'd have an immediate two hundred thousand dollars of equity and deals like that pop up all the time but if you have not put yourself in a position where you have that cash to buy that home or you have the ability to borrow money quickly to buy that home you would lose out on that opportunity so opportunities present themselves all the time And uh, do you have the ability to take advantage of them? And that could be if you're an entrepreneur and maybe you just have to sometimes increase staffing uh, to take advantage of a market opportunity. Well, do you have the money to pay for that staff? Uh, If there's a market opportunity that requires more advertising, do you have the capital? Do you have the funds to advertise more and more effectively if there's an opportunity? So the rich put themselves in a position where they can take advantage of opportunities and that helps the momentum and it helps the snowball effect of, um, of the rich. And then finally, and this goes a little bit with the last one, the rich, they have financial margin. Now I always tell clients and friends and family that, um, a problem is only a problem if you don't have the money to fix it. So if your car needs four new tires and you have that money saved you have that money available the four new tires are an inconvenience if you don't have the money to pay for tires it becomes a major issue uh, you may not be able to get to work it could be a danger issue driving on unsafe tires so the rich put themselves in a position where they have financial margin which means that every dollar that comes in is not being spent it means that there's emergency funds it means that there are separate buckets of money that can be used for different purposes and it means that you know things happen COVID happens i know the government had had stimulus packages and ppp loans and everything else but that didn't happen overnight so the businesses that had some financial margin and some cash saved up they were able to survive until the, um, the PPP money and the other stimulus money came in. Some of the other businesses that did not have financial margin, they were not able to survive. So think about your own personal or business situation. If you, if you are an entrepreneur, do you have margin? Do you have money being put aside every month or every time revenue comes in to take care of when you need to buy a new printer or if you own your building when it needs a new roof or a new water heater? Do you have financial margin on the personal side? uh, If you have to miss an extra day or two of work to take care of your children when uh, maybe your your personal time off is, is gone, do you have financial margin to handle that? And if you don't, look at some ways that you can put some money away. Now, driving to the office this morning, I noticed a few things. There is, I pass, uh, two of, of, of the major chain restaurants and both of them had lines to the drive-through line out on the main road, meaning that there were cars in the parking lot waiting to get their breakfast. And there were also cars backed up all the way on the main road. Now, Nothing against uh, this particular restaurant. I think some other restaurants have disgusting fast food and nobody should ever eat them, both for financial and health reasons. This one may have some healthy options, but if you're eating fast food for breakfast several times per week, but you have no financial margin to take care of emergencies, then you need to stop. And you need to do what you can to build up, uh, build up an emergency fund so that you can handle uh, the unforeseen instances that might occur. Do you have the resources to take care of opportunities? If you had a, um, a real estate deal kind of uh, present itself to you, do you have the ability to make a down payment? Do you have the ability even where your credit score is good enough to where you could borrow money? Uh, if you own a business and if a market opportunity presents itself, do you have the staffing to take care, to take advantage of it? Or do you have the ability to hire additional people and have the funds to do so? Uh, ask yourself, do you use debt wisely? Uh, Do you have any debt on items that you don't even have anymore? Do you have some credit card debt? Uh, I deal with high net worth clients and some lower net worth clients. And oftentimes the high earners, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, they're using credit cards to go out for expensive dinners. And um, they have debt for, they're still making payments at 20% for items that they no longer even have. So that's not using debt wisely, but maybe uh, having a reasonable real estate loan on a rental property on the surface that's using debt wisely because that's a a revenue generating uh, asset that also is uh, in theory appreciating in value. So do you put yourself in a position where you can do the things that you are good at? Uh, If you're a builder, are you spending your time building houses or are you spending time trying to uh, trying to balance the checkbook or trying to write checks to pay bills or, or trying to figure out what insurances you have? Or are you working towards being able to have the manpower or the woman power to handle those administrative tasks for you? Because when you're not building houses, you're not bringing in revenue and finally Do you put yourself in a position where you can hire experts? Do you have the ability, do you have the resources to call an attorney and ask a legal question about an important legal matter that could potentially have tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of ramifications? And if you don't, that goes back to the financial margin. Uh, Do you have the ability to hire a good accountant? Do you have the ability to hire a business coach. Many business coaches aren't cheap and I think they honestly uh, make their pricing like that on purpose. So you take their advice more and uh, you have some skin in the game, but oftentimes business coaches and entrepreneurial coaching programs and things like that can be game changers as far as your results. But do you have the resources to where you can hire those experts? So I hope that you enjoyed this short episode on how I think the rich get richer. I know that in today's world, rich has almost become an insult, but um, I'll be candid. My goal is is to have a lot of money. My goal is to make money ethically. And um, my goal is to bring massive value to the marketplace so that uh, my resources can increase. So I'd be interested to know is there anything that I left off of this list? Is there anything else that the rich do to help them to continue getting richer? Um, or is there anything else that the people that you just know that are struggling financially, the people who are constantly struggling financially, and again, these are high earners. These are low earners and everybody in between. What are they doing to keep themselves from getting rich? So email me at david at parallelfinancial.com. Let me know what your thoughts are. or post to uh, Twitter or any social media platform with the hashtag weekly wealth podcast. And uh, let's hear your thoughts. Uh, As always, please like and subscribe to this uh, podcast on whatever platform that you listen to. And we wish you a blessed week.